Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email Tucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center. And Studio C, along with our many sponsors, for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. everybody. I won. We are an hour ahead, though. So, But that means she should have got it. Bestie should have got that one. It's March 1st. First for the bestie. <laughs> and it's Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. How's it going out there in Weed World? Miss Mary Jane might even show up today. That's right. If you want to blog in, you can uh, go to someofweedshealthcenter.com, check on the radio section, click it, click anywhere over there, you'll find something, and then you can log in, or you can call 646-915-8421. All right, that's it. Just kidding. Oh, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Let's see if we get so too that will stick with us. If not, we're going to have to call in. All right. What's everybody got going on today? Give a shout out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Boulevard. Maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> and check out the Good Leaf. Well, joining forces. Check out the Good Leaf. At 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. We've got to get something on Grant. No, uh, 22nd. Yeah, we'll get, a, we'll get a smoke shop on 22nd. Oh, we can have one of each. <laughs> All right. All right, what's going on in the world? Uh, Tumbleweeds Health Center, come on down. If you want to get certified, you can do so. Uh, we, we're the lowest prices in town. I'm going to say, and if we're not, let us know when we'll be. That's there. How you like me now? Woo! That's right. Uh, come on down. 249 that includes all of the fees. The state fee, which is $150. Uh, processing alone can be upwards of $50, depending on where you go, what clinic you go to. But we include that. And um, I can't read lips because you've got this big light behind you, and I can't see it. 
Oh, no one's processing anymore. You have to come to Tumbleweed. Yeah, they'll tell you to go. They'll tell you to go to azdhs.gov and go there. Continue our episode, and we. be able to hear, hear me better now, right? Yeah. Okay, so, but now I'm going to have to switch over to my headset so that I don't have to stand by the window. It's a whole process. And now I don't get my laugh track. <laughs> and hopefully they'll connect so I can go sit back down. But no, your phone's registering something now. Okay, can you hear me now still? I think the headset's on, so I could probably meander back over here. Holy cow, folks, what we have to do to bring you a radio show. I thought if I upgraded and got a new modem and a new router and no, that's all right. Um, everything is still loading. So I don't, I think this, I, let's just try something here. Hang on. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. <laughs> Sorry, in the middle of taking my bong hit. Ear. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just saw a teenager walk by and I thought, yeah, we can certify under 18 if they have records. They've got to have records from multiple doctors for that one because the state really takes that. So the naturopathic board takes that more seriously than anybody else. It's them. It's not even the state. State of Arizona is like, you're a third of a what? You you do what? Oh, we don't care. Just pay your bill. <laughs> they really don't care. Oh, baby. All right. So my Airbnb thing is going cuckoo. Um, all righty then. If you want to get certified. Hi, Mama Kitty. Look at that. Well, hi. Yeah. I know it's a good morning. Uh, if you want to get certified, you can head on over to Tumbleweed Health Center and go to the certification section. And you can book your appointment right there where it says book appointment. And if you have any one of these conditions, and even if you don't, but you have something that's causing one of these conditions, like a treatment, like they could be giving you a medication that's causing pain or nausea or um, even cancer. Some medications cause cancer. I mean, it's crazy. So, okay, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers most, a lot of ailments, not most, well, a lot, a ton, uh, fibromyalgia, migraines, IBS, cramps, all sorts of pain, uh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, uh, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, 
leg twitches, anything like that. Uh, and again, if you don't hear your condition on the list, then if you're being treated for something that's causing a condition on the list, you can get certified for that. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Can you believe we've been sitting here doing the radio show for almost 11 years now? That's crazy. That is some craziness. Yeah, hard rock science. I know, it's going to make me cry. I know it. Shut up. Shut up. Can't even use the sound effects. All right, because they're sitting in the window. (laughs) I don't even know if I can use them while I'm on the phone anyway. It's kind of, oh, I was going to say it myself, but it says, uh, there's that word right there. Uh, Looking at a vapor magazine, it's called Vapor Voice. Prime potential. Look at these little vapor things. Those look cool, huh? Don't those look kind of cool? They're sleek and slim and tiny. And then there's a whole selection. Yeah, I like it. Looks like a, I don't know. (laughs) I know. I had the same look on my face. What do you do with that thing? It kind of looks like a, yeah, like the, I don't know. The oil could be in that little hood right there. And then there's more Stila Max Make Every Puff Count, world's first ceramic coil disposable pod solution. Disposable, huh? Mm. 25% more puffs, uh, 30% more velvety and silky, and 95% same great taste till the last puff. Mm. That's a few of them. They all look kind of weird. They all look slightly odd. I like the ones on the front. I don't know. They, uh, it's a, I don't know. Looks like you might be able to do anything with some of these things. Like that looks like it unscrews so you could put something in it. That looks like it's got a oil or a juice or something in it. That looks like a Tic Tac box. <laughs> oh, old school Atari, what? All right, the long road. All right, well, we're going to, well, I'll look at this on a break and see. Um, what is this, the bullshit asymmetry principle? Flavored e-cigarettes hook kids in a fact sheet titled. All right, um, there's all sorts of things going on in here. Well, we'll read that in just a little bit. Let's see here. We're going to go to azmarijuana.com. And I also like to check out HighTimes.com. And we get sent Cannabis Business Times every month, which is awesome. So we're just going to go right to it because sometimes I don't find the magazine. <laughs> so, all right, let's see what's going on in and around the great state of Arizona, IA. Mm. And here it is. First thing that pops up, Arizona lawmakers vote to approve Magic Mushroom Bill. 
Let's vote on it. Let's start shrooming daily. It's a good thing. Um, Arizona lawmakers have approved House Bill 2486, which will promote research into the medical potential of, oh, Lord, psilocybin, magic mushrooms, for a variety of conditions, which could inform future reforms to more broadly allow access to psychedelic-assisted therapy. Well, don't you think it's why the gods of all gods, old and new, planted these guys in the first place? I mean, you know, the Bible even says everything has a reason and a season, right? So, and our seeds and our and our earth, especially, <laughs> is supposed to be here. And even the cat that's glaring at me right now, who <laughs> wants more treats and doesn't understand why I'm not throwing them at her right now. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be here. So sure anymore. Uh, The bill is focused on magic mushroom research, providing $30 million in grants. I know, look at that. Um, Over the course of three years, wow, uh, for scientists to study the impact of psychedelic on 13 um, different conditions such as PTSD, depression, anxiety, long COVID symptoms, and substance misuse disorder. Well, I still can't taste or smell properly. I should probably start swimming. <laughs> ah, it wouldn't legalize psilocybin like lawmakers in several other states are claiming to accomplish. But the research that the bill would support is meant to steer the conversation about broader reforms down the line. Oregon. They they uh, legalize, right? Oregon. The Oregonians, they can do, they can shroom, right? Oregon. Oregon. I think they can do anything they want. Well, I know. I think Portugal can. <laughs> oh. oh, I met a Portuguese family this last weekend, and I went up to them and I said, Tutu Bang, Pounji Keju, and they ripped into roaring laughter. And my friend looked at me and he goes, what would you say? And I said, hi, cheese bread. Because <laughs> cheese bread is the best thing in Brazil ever. <laughs> Oh, see, I think one of my things just died. Can you still hear me? I think this one just completely went out. Uh, they're a little old, so, you know, they're from, when did these first come out, these Apple EarPods that are so awesome? I don't remember what year. Anyway, at least um, a Magic Mushroom Research Advisory Council would be established uh, under the Department of Health Services, DHS tasked with establishing eligibility criteria for grant recipients, overseeing applications, and making, quote, recommendations to the governor, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the President of the Senate, and the Department on Psychedelic-Assisted Therapy based on current federal and state research policy, quote. Quote, it's curbed their suicidality. It's put their PTSD in remission. It's even mitigated their pain syndrome, Dr. Sue Sue Sicily said about psilocybin. It's shown evidence of promoting neurogenesis, the growth and development of nerve tissue. There's all kinds of great things that are being uncovered, but they're not in controlled trials. They're anecdotes from veterans and other trauma sufferers. Oh, and that's how um, Day Wednesday, everybody. Thank you. Phone died. Uh, We'll get there. I don't know what all is going to have to transpire to get uh, the radio, I mean, the internet to, you know, I've upgraded Cox. 
um, unless, you know, I just have to sit on the front porch, but it's too damn cold to be doing stuff like that. All right, well, there you have it, magic mushrooms uh, in Arizona. Let's see if we can get back onto the website. Oh, yeah, it's back up now. Well, that's bizarre. Um, All right, well, there you have it. We're going to get some research. Uh, And what Arizonans bought $1.4 billion worth of legal marijuana in 2022. wonder if they're going to break it down for medical and recreational. Let's see. Um, oh, by our buddy David Abbott. Total Arizona uh, marijuana sales in 2022 mirror, mirrored the total from 2021, the first year of legal adult mark, use market. But the path for each reached $1 billion in sales were strikingly different. Here we go. In 2021, medical marijuana sales were the driving factor, accounting for nearly 55% about $760 million of the total. In 2022, the recreational cannabis market soared to nearly 70%, uh, or more than $950 million, as the medical market crashed to slightly more than $500 million. The recreational market closed out $20 million, a slight increase from the $85.8 million in November sales. Medical marijuana sales were stagnant, with a slight drop from November to December 2022 um, from $31.9 million to $31.1 million month-to-month. Uh, month. The overall total cannabis sales for both markets since the advent of legal adult use in uh, January 2021 is $2.9 billion. Medical sales have declined nearly every month since April 2021, with few exceptions. Sales that month reached $73.2 million, but with the exception of July 2021, when sales hit $71.6 million after a $5 million drop in June that year. Medical sales have never come close to that total again. The last time medical users spent more than $50 million in a month was April 2022. Recreational sales have remained robust as patients flock recreational markets and manufacturers of high-potency medical marijuana products, edibles, and other ingestibles have begun to tailor the recreational market. The lowest full-month total sales for adult use was about $40 million in February of 2021, the first full month of legal recreational sales. Tax revenues collected in December totaled nearly $23 million. The state collects 16 uh, 16% excise tax on recreational sales. In addition to the standard sales tax, medical patients pay roughly 6% in state sales tax. Local jurisdictions charge an additional 2% or so for all marijuana sales. One-third of recreational sales collected are dedicated to community college and provisional community college districts, 31% to public safety, fire districts, first responders, 25% to the Arizona Highway User Revenue Fund, and 10% to the uh, Justice Reinvestment Fund dedicated to providing public health services, counseling, job training, and other services for communities that have been adversely affected and disproportionately impacted by marijuana arrests and criminalization. 
uh, the Arizona Department of Health Services, which oversees cannabis regulation in the state, releases monthly reports on the medical program that are generally a month ahead of the Arizona Department of Revenue reports. The total number of, of cardholders as of January uh, was 153,845. 128,621 of those qualifying patients. The ADHS reported that in December 2022, those numbers were 155,682 and 129,836 respectively, a reduction of about 1,200. Cardholders in the state are broken into five categories, qualified patients, caregivers, dispensary agents, facility agents, and lab agents. So that was a combined list of not, it's not just patients. Those numbers stand in stark contrast to the state of medical marijuana at the beginning of 2021 when recreational sales began. In January 2021, ADH, ADHS reported a total of 309,479 medical cardholders. At that time, there were 299 patients and 9,489 dispensary agents. There were no facility agent designation at that time. As to the amount of medical marijuana sold in January, consumers purchased 5,435 pounds of cannabis, 4,645 in flour, and the remainder in edibles or other forms. In January 2021, Arizona Medical Cannabis consumers purchased 18,708 pounds of product. Dude, Arizona's getting high. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Um, there are so many benefits to being medical. And if you want to know those, well, heck, we're going to tell you now. You can also go to com and read why for yourself. Go to the education section, uh, medical versus recreational. This is just a brief little overview, don't make me on, of why it's better to be in the medical program. Yes, we know you can all go get, if you're going to go, just grab a joint, go grab a joint once in a while, whatever. But if you really need a lot of weed, you need a lot of cannabis, you need a lot of oils and a lot of flour to make your own stuff, if you want it cheaper, you want more of it, if you want stronger medicine because it can come in 100 milligram candies if you need it, otherwise in the rec program it does not. Okay, medical program. Well, first and foremost, I like the fact that you get better legal protection. Um, against felonies, fines, and jail time. Um, in the mis- uh, recreational program, you get a misdemeanor for anything over an ounce, so you are uh, you can get the felony fines and jail time for having too much medicine on your person. You get two and a half ounces every two weeks in the medical program, and you get one ounce, period. Um, you also get more concentrates in the um, medical program. You can have two and a half ounces of concentrates in the program, however they figure that out. You only get a half a gram in the rec program. Uh, You get 12 plants if you live further than 25 miles away from a dispensary. Uh, You do get six plants uh, anywhere, two adults, which makes 12 plants per household. Recreational program. uh, Oh, medical program, they're supposed to be testing for third-party testing. I'm not sure that they are, but who knows? No one's ever going to know that, really. And in the rec program, they test their own. (laughs) I love that. 
Um, the medical program, you get employee protection. Employers can't just fire you if you use cannabis, but they can if you're just using it recreationally. They can say, we don't want you to work here. In fact, a lot of play, employers will just say, go get your card and call it a day. Um, there's no limit on edibles in the medical program. And they can have any amount of THC. But in the rec program, you get uh, 10 pieces of 10 milligrams, and that is it. In the medical program, you can have guns. It is lawful to carry um, if you use if you have your medical card. They just don't want you to carry your cannabis and your weapons together. They say leave your cannabis at home. You need to have your gun out in the world. That's fine. Arizona is all for that. But in the recreation, if you're just using it recreationally and you're and you've got both at home and something happens, then you're in a whole lot of program. I mean trouble and if you're out on the streets and you're driving and something happens, you don't have your card, but you have cannabis and a gun, that is a lot of trouble. Um, there's no THC limit in your medical programs, but you can only have 100 milligrams total in your package of edibles. They can only be in 10 milligrams uh, pieces each. No cute animal shapes. Uh, there's way less tax in the medical program at 8.7%, and in the rec program, it's a little over 25, I think it's 25.1%. But good news, you will be in both of the programs if you have your medical card. So that's awesome. And 249 is awesome. 174 if you're on food stamps is awesome. And this is awesome. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pieces are where it's at Gotta get me some soda, pop cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking You 
know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plants illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests. I call that getting swindled and pimp shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm the one looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull those These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with Welcome back to Day Wednesday, everybody. Clap for myself now, cause, because this show crapped out again. <laughs> Laugh track, and I forgot to take a sip of my coffee over the break, so do it now. In my Dr. Quinn Medicine Mormon mug. <laughs> All right, we're going to check out, um, oh, my gosh, this is so the mail, 2022. I'm not going to read this. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That is... Uh, maybe. I mean, no, it doesn't say June. Let's see. It says 6. Issue 2022. Are they... Do we even have a date here? Dang it. <laughs> uh, doesn't look like it, so... I don't know. Just find something on High Times. <laughs> high Times has good stuff. High Times. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Heated debate erupts on Reddit over weed etiquette at concerts. Okay. Before I even read this, what do you think? Well, indoors you're not going to be smoking weed, right? I mean, no one's most, well, actually it depends. Biggie Marley concert, you know. <laughs> then maybe. What do you think? Why not? You know? Depends on where. All right. People review the responsibility of smokers at concerts very differently. According to Reddit, a Reddit post in the popular uh, subreddit rmitheasshole community is beginning to go viral after it ignited a fierce debate. Should concert goers at a clearly stoner-friendly concert refrain from smoking if a pregnant woman is in the crowd? 
Or should the pregnant woman not be there in the first place if secondhand smoke is inevitable? Sponsors and opinions about acceptable behavior may surprise you. Quote, yesterday I went out to see a concert. The band I was seeing has a very heavy drug scene associated with it. I was in an assigned seat section and made small talk with the couple next to me while waiting. The user continued, about 10 minutes into the first sight, first set, I lit up a joint. And about five minutes after, the husband complains to me about his wife being pregnant. I told them both, it's a show. You came here, you can choose to leave. He tried to cause a scene, but nothing happened since I just ignored them both and danced. Apparently, the user's roommate took the side of the pregnant woman. I told my roommates this uh, earlier today, and they said I was being an asshole for smoking next to the pregnant lady. Um, T.A., am I the asshole here? The Reddit, Reddit, Redditor asked. She knows, she knows, reported about the Redditor's brazen admission to smoking near pregnant women with no regard for her health or consent. After all, the Surgeon General advises against cannabis use amongst mothers, plus, they have to worry about toxicology screenings. Uh, most mothers in the thread agreed and appeared stunned to even be presented with such a loaded question. However, even some pregnant women in the subreddit took the side of the Redditor who wrote the original post saying, the mother should have known better than to go to that type of concert. Yeah. Yeah, that was her choice. Everybody has a choice in this. And and if the if the redditor who smoked said that everybody knows that it's a heavy drug use concert situation, it's not like they're, you know, going to Anne Murray and they lit up a reef, you know. Uh, the user's response were quite different, highlighting how differently people view our responsibility as smokers. Um, okay, so it's Ada, am I the asshole, or YTA, YTA, yes, you're the asshole. Okay, so Wayward Princess 1025 replied, gaining over 35,000 upvotes at the time of writing, quote, you shouldn't be smoking in your seat like that. Double YTA for doing it next to a pregnant woman. However, if I were her, I would have left or called security to move you. Her and her baby's health is more important than the concert. To know why she went in the first place. Why, Skitty? That's her little troublemaker. Others suggested simply walking away from the woman first before lighting up, so there's no issue. Quote, I smoke weed and cigarettes, and I honestly don't care what the rules are. It's about consent replied temporary tie two three three. Secondhand smoke is harmful and noxious. The decent thing to do is walk away from everyone when you smoke anything. People who choose to expose themselves can follow. However, others took the side of the original poster. Quote, I'm going to be uh, downvoted, but whatever. Um uh, Semama, who is pregnant, replied, as a pregnant woman, I know better than to go to a concert and expect people not to be blazing up on stuff. There hasn't been a concert I've been to where that wasn't a thing, even shitty music. <laughs> she made the choice to go there. She could have moved somewhere else if she didn't like it, but where do you go at a concert that doesn't have pot or worse? 
you you were asked, you refused. That's the end of it. In other words, is it okay for a pregnant woman to attend the con- to attend a concert strongly associated associated with pot? Think fish, right? I mean, so there's that question. Others appear to agree with Semama, NTA, not the asshole. I'm assuming it's like a fish or Grateful Dead sort of band. It's basically a guarantee people will be smoking all around the venue. So if the woman was concerned about smoke, she should not be going to that sort of show. Um, uh, Portal SoFlight replied. Others took a neutral stance and suggested consuming edibles or vaping in the parking lot beforehand. This, they say, is fairly easy and allows you to be stoned at the show without bothering anyone. That way, everyone take an edible, smoke before you come in, bring a vape, hit it outside if you must. So many options these days besides forcing someone else in their and their unborn fetus to inhale it too. And the debate goes on. All right. Anybody got a debate? Anybody want to chat about that one? What do you think, Silver Sister? I do too. We go for the pregnant lady. That's her problem. She's the one that showed up at a concert that was known to have just drugs everywhere. And that's not cool. I mean... You know, that that's like going to a, you know, smoker's convention for cigarettes while <laughs> you're pregnant. Like, whoa, I'm not going to smoke it, but everybody else around me is. Um, let's see, what else is going on? Yeah, I don't know. That's And were they allowing that at the show? Because obviously she said she was going to call security, but obviously no one else had, and security didn't seem to come during the whole course of the article. He never, no one ever said he got busted for it. So usually people smoke everywhere. When, well, I think people were smoking at the Def Leppard show that was indoors. Um, I didn't, but it was around us. So someone had to light up and that was not a vape. (laughs) These are different. Yeah. Yep, if you choose to go, that's on you. Yeah, and you can't expect everybody to cater to you just because you're pregnant. That was also your choice to get pregnant. So if you choose to go out into the world and then expect everyone to cater to you, eh, no, I don't I don't think so. Um, huh. Okay. Arizona Dispensaries Association is working to keep marijuana away from kids. The ADA. And Arizona Poison Centers, the Arizona Dispensary Association, have created a partnership which includes an awareness campaign products and safety in the home. Are you kidding me? You lock up your crap. You lock your cannabis like you lock your Oxycontin and your Vicodin and your Dilaudid, morphine. What are they taking these days? The Oxys? You lock them up with your Oxys. You're going to let your kid get your Oxys and think it's a... M&M, so we're, how many millions of dollars are we wasting on safety in the home? It's called Don't Be Stupid. Sorry. Jeez. Oh, my God. Arizona Poison Center saw 739 cases of cannabis-related incidents in 2022. That's two a day, over which one a day that involved kids. Okay. Of the 394 pediatric cases, 60% involved a hospital visit. That's because they were probably puking. <laughs> Even growing. Adults have been known to puke after too much cannabis. It happens. Too much cannabis happens. You're not going to 
kill anyone, but it does happen. Quote, (laughs) with more cannabis products available and in the home, there's an increased likelihood of children becoming exposed, stated Maureen Rowland, RN, Managing Director at Banner Poison and Drug Information Center. Quote, the Arizona Poison Centers are working with the ADA to improve public knowledge and awareness regarding this emerging concern and educate consumers on how to prevent these incidents from occurring. Quote, medications or alcohol, what can be safely used by an adult, may be very problematic for children. Okay, so children shouldn't be using medications and alcohol in any any way, shape, or form. Uh, and this comes from Steve Dudley, uh, director of Arizona Poison and Drug Information Center. Thankfully, we know that with proper education and safe storage, we can dramatically reduce these exposures and hospitalizations. It's called Lock It Up. We should just do a Lock It Up campaign. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Uh, we must do a better job at distinguishing toxicity from regulated products purchased at dispensaries and unregulated products from the black market, including Spice and Delta 8. The ADA's primary mission is to promote and advocate for a safe, consumer-focused cannabis industry in Arizona, said Ann Torres, Arizona Dispensaries Associates Executive Director. Quote, we aim to continuously educate consumers on the importance of visiting only licensed dispensaries and consuming only THC and CBD products that have been lab tested and approved. We're working with Arizona Poison Centers to educate Arizonans on steps to take in case of accidental ingestion by children or what to watch out for in adults who are having an adverse reaction to a product. First of all, when you go to dispensaries, I'm just going to cut into this article because I have a very good suggestion. If when you go to the dispensaries, the education that they're supposed to be asking you if you want, they don't. They don't ask you if you want it, and then they just write on your little thing, denied education, which isn't true. I don't think I've been asked once if I wanted an education packet from any dispensary that I've been in. Have you? Can you? How many years? Um, yeah, maybe. I think I've taken a bunch of information down off the, the walls just to have and look at to see if it's anything different that we have at Tumbleweed Health. Um, But in every package, my headphones are going, in every package that you give someone, which they do, everything goes in a package with their little sticker on it that says who bought it, when, where, where, and how, and how much, and what's in it, you need to put an information guide on what to do if a child or an animal or a grown adult ingest too much cannabis, you know? And there's your education right there. Set around your neck. It's the best. That's what it's for. It's got magnets on the corner. So that's my two cents. Everything should go in there. So maybe they will come up with something, a little education guide. Flip this around to the other side. Oh, it might be a little easier. <laughs> um, here we go. Yes. Oh, ADA is providing window cleans to its member dispensaries across the state, including a QR code guiding consumers to the ADA website with a link to education and information regarding safe and responsible cannabis usage at the ADA website. Nope. 
They need something in their hands. They can stick, give them a magnet. You have enough money in your bank accounts to give everybody a magnet with poison control's phone number on it and what to do in the immediate moment if you digest, ingest, digest, take in too much cannabis, I think. Um, <clears throat> they're also working on uh, legislators to align statutes and rules to ensure that all marijuana products are not attracted to children or placed in child-resistant packaging on exit, which they're not. They're absolutely not. They, some of them look really fun, and some of them are placed in super easy-to-open packaging, like super easy. Anyone can get in them. Uh, all ADA members of the Arizona Department of Health licensed medical marijuana dispensaries and adult use establishments, all employees within these businesses are authorized by AZDHS to work in the industry. Consumers shopping at ADA member dispensaries can feel confident that they are purchasing legal products that are third-party laboratory tested, including testing for sides, microbials, and cannabinoids. And you can go to the Arizona Dispensary Association website here if you click this link. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually cut and paste this link, put it in our little blog here so you can go check it out Your and where did it go? Where did it take us? We went to another link somewhere. Um, uh, there it is. So you can go on there. They've got a home, um, Uniting Cannabis, Arizona's Cannabis Community, about the ADA, uh, who, what we do, the board of directors, and um, what else? I don't know that we know. Oh, we know Ann. Hi, Ann. I don't know that we know anybody else in here. Uh, our members, there's all sorts of members. There's dispensary members, brand members, distributor laboratories. Oh, here are all the labs. Ooh. Oh, that's a good way to find all the labs. Uh, there's industry partners um, and all sorts of other things, consumer brands. What's the brand you like? That you little crush and little pink packaging? you got to find those. I bet, you know what, let's do an experiment All right now. If you like a certain crush, crush brand, crush brand um, cannabis, vape, right? Crush brand. Oh, that's it, right? Right there. That looks like kind of like what the packaging was last, last week. Okay, I'm wrong. That one? No. Where are they? Hmm. Well, this is not good. Well, yeah, but we should come up. Let's see. Crush cannabis. I'm just going to do crush. Well, hi. we got some um, kitties coming out. They're like, what? what's going on out here? Oh, crush cart. Maybe this is that crush uh, cart? No, crush. All right, well, we bombed. That experiment completely bombed because we couldn't find what you're looking for. That's really bizarre. Bizarre. All right. Well, we did an experiment trying to find something. That is just the weirdest thing ever. All right. Oh, we're going to go to Canvas Business Time and see what's going on over there. You're listening to Weeds Day Wednesday, folks. Oh, get the bells out. How many days until Christmas? Where are the bells? We need. We have to have the bells section of this. And we just scared the cat. How many days? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Silver Sister, we dipped into it. 299 days until Christmas. Woo! 
299 days until I get my big box of um, those. Uh, they're kind of like Rice Krispie Treats, but they're with cornflakes with marshmallows. In the, and last year she couldn't find the, um, <laughs> the little Red Hots to put on them. So they were Sons Red Hots, but not this year. I better have a whole package of that. You better look for that now. You have 299 days to find the Red Hots. One of the, part of the best of it. <laughs> oh, headset's dying. All right, here we go. Let's see what's going on in news with cannabis business time. Um, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, uh, Ohio, um, Minnesota. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Where do we want to go? How Garden Remedies works in the workplace. SC indicates layout. Oh, we don't want to know about massive layoffs. Uh, uh oh, Colorado cannabis sales take a nosedive. Wow. All right. Well, let's see. Hemp Building Institute opens to help progress industry forward. Uh, and we already read about the DEA declaring THCO a bad thing, right? Ooh. All right. Um, oh, Cure Leaf announces closures of operations in California, Colorado, and Oregon. That's interesting. Cannabis stocks are a bargain right now, and here's why. Okay, let's go there. All right, let's find out why cannabis stocks are at a bargain. How are your cannabis stocks doing? Mm-hmm. Not much movement. It's going to be when the federal government goes, all right, fine, it's legal. Twenty two twenty twenty two was a terrible year for cannabis stocks. In fact, the seventy point four percent decline in the new cannabis ventures global cannabis stock index was the worst year ever. It followed a very disappointing year that saw the index decline after peaking at over four times the low level uh, from twenty twenty two and resulted in a decline of eighty nine point five percent and a new all time low. The market in 2023 has lifted a bit, but it's not up as much as the broader stock market and the volume. Uh, oh, sorry, as the broader stock market. Oh, sorry. I, what happened? Let's figure that out. It followed a very disappointing year that saw the index a low level from early 2020 and resulted in a decline of 89.5% and a new all-time low. The market in 2023 has lifted a bit, but it's not as much as the broader stock market and the volume is very light. After dropping a um, um, stunning 29% in December, the index is up 4.7% in 2023. Sorry, a candle was burning the um, uh, (laughs) plastic holders in. That's not safe, whoever made that. Lord, we're going to have a far right in the living room. Uh, the downturn in stocks was uh, a lot of causes, but has a lot of causes, but few predicted its publicity uh, in advance. One of the biggest challenges was that the strong cannabis demand after the pandemic hit in 2020 was a big surprise that the revenues <clears throat> and the stocks, but the subsequent statement in demand uh, growth also surprised investors and, op- and operators. Additionally, many companies producing cannabis in the U.S. have gotten more efficient, which has resulted in a lot of um, supply now. Less demand and more supply 
have pressured prices. The low prices have also uh, been hit by the illicit market activity in some states. Investors seem too confident in late 2020 when the Democrats won both houses of Congress as well as the presidency that legalization would take place potentially. There has been no uh, substantive improvement of the legal status federally of cannabis and investors now seem overly pessimistic. While I don't expect full legalization to take place soon, there are some changes that could transpire. First, Cannabis producers could move to the NASDAQ from the -the over-the-counter trading. Canopy Growth, a leading Canadian licensed producer, has changed its structure to have a holding company that it controls by three cannabis companies and is working to keep its NASDAQ and to close the acquisitions in the U.S. If they're able to do so, I expect the leading American operators will mimic the structure and uplist, which to broaden the investor base, they are likely to set up operating companies that could control that they control in order to uh, copy Canopy Growth's workaround. In my 10 years of following publicly traded cannabis stocks, I have never seen prices this low or pessimism this high. When I look at the valuations, I find prices that appear to be bargains. Some inv- investors focus too narrowly on stocks, picking solely American operators. Canadian licensed producers or retailers are just ancillary companies. The global cannabis stock index includes all of these and some biotech companies. So there are just two currently. There are not many CBD companies that qualified at the last quarterly rebalancing at year end. The index is currently about equal weighted American cannabis companies, Canadian companies, and ancillary companies. Among U.S. operators, I find the valuations very low, but especially among the not largest names. I shared my positive perspective on Columbia Care recently. The company is trading at a huge discount to the price of its pending deal to merge with the larger Cresco Labs. If the deal goes through, which I think it will, it should be very good for Columbia Care investors. Even if the price is lowered, I also think if the deal does not go through, the stock should rally. I think a lot of the American cannabis companies will see very high returns in their stocks. The largest nine MSOs currently trade at an um, average of just 1.3 times the projected 2023 and five times the projected ad- adjusted uh, EBITDA. What the heck is that? In Canada, which legalized for adult use a while ago, the market is maturing. I'm not a fan of Canopy Growth or Tilray, but investors can find good companies that trade below tangible book value. I wrote recently about Village Farms, which collapsed after an equity offering to a price that was very low. It has rebounded a bit, but remains very attractive in my view. I've been a fan of ancillary sector for a while now. It was down more than the Global Cannabis Stock Index in 2022. This group tends to trade on the NASDAQ, and it appears that a lot of investors jumped in 2021 and flooded it in 2022. In my view, these companies were hurt fundamentally by their customers cutting back spending to protect cash. I find WM Technology, which used to be known as WeedMap, to be very interesting. I think the stock could triple in 2023 if it hits a valuation of three times its projected 2024 uh, revenue. There are a lot of attractive names in this subsector, in my view. 
And in conclusion, low prices are not always bargained as they can be a sign of a bad future ahead. I think, though, that cannabis remains a a growth industry with positive momentum ahead. There's some extreme bargains, but the typical stock looks attractive to me, too. I do not like all cannabis stocks, but there are many attractive stocks across all the subsectors of the market. Uh, And there you have it. Cannabis Business Times, Cannabis Stocks. And here we go. It's that time, folks. Can you hear it all right? Can you hear me now? All right. Sorry about the breaks as well. Only 299 days till Christmas. Get shopping. Get your baking supplies ready. And find the Red Hots, Bestie. Find the Red Hots. Don't make me ask again. Hi, Bean. All right. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday, folks. Come on down to Tumbleweed Health Center. Get certified. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down to the Good Leaf and get some cool hemp and CBD products. 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. Woo-hoo. We've got some new fun things in there, and you'll love it. And if you want to see something, just ask, and we'll put it on our little, our little list of stuff to get. So that's it, folks. We'll see you next week for Weed Day Wednesday. Be smart. Be safe. And educate. Yay. Whoop, whoop. Did you hear it? I heard a whoop from Silver Sister. Whoop. There it was. Go smoke some weed, folks. Good for you. (laughs) Happy Weed Day Wednesday. Be good or don't get caught.